It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. We're going to talk love. We're going to take your questions. But before I do that, I just want to say a quick little story. It makes me super happy. So uh, I spent a lot of time in Cleveland, Ohio. The Indians play the baseball team. It's baseball season very soon. Everybody's excited. And two friends of mine, a girl and a boy, met at the Indians last year, last season, right? And they start going out and all this, dating. And I had dinner with them last night, and it, I said, so how is everything? It's, oh, we're so excited for the new season, and we talked baseball a little bit. And then they said to me, said, you know, Simon, having the same lifestyle, the same team that we love so much just makes us a stronger couple. And I thought about it. I said, that, that's true. If you have a passion in common, it makes you stronger together. Having to do something that is fun and exciting, that you both love naturally without making any effort, what a blessing. I hope I find somebody who likes ping pong as much as I do. I mean, that would be my own blessing in a relationship. Anyway, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Call me. You know what would make me happy right now as your host? If I hear a romantic or sweet story. I, I need them. I love the questions, but I love also a sweet love story that love is alive. So if you have one, call me, 855-905-8255. Anna, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. I know you have a romantic or something sweet that has happened to you and to share with us. Yes. So I am in a relationship. Um, it's a long-distance relationship. Uh, my boyfriend okay. works on a cruise ship so he's gone for a long time <laughs> like mm -hmm. months at a time so it's hard to be romantic with each other but um he started doing this thing where when i'm having a bad day or like i have no idea that he does this he will like call a restaurant in my area like one of my favorite restaurants and order me food like order me dinner or like a cake or something so basically mm -hmm. my doorbell rings and i get this <laughs> surprise out of nowhere. Um, and he does it, he, he puts enough time in between that I kind of forget, and then it happens again. So it's very sweet. Listen, yeah. this is small, but it's big. It's small because it's very simple to do, right? But it's big because he cares, and he shows how right. much he's caring for you. And caring is an expression of love. So great story, Anna. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm single now, but next time I date, I'll remember that story and might do the same thing. Yes, good idea. <laughs> yes, it's, you know, an inspiration. Thank you so much, Hannah, for sharing that story, and have a good night. Thank you. You know, it's funny. In French, there's an expression, different ways to express your love is le petit, le grand, et le géant. You want to know what that means? Stay with me. That's coming up next. So there is an expression in French that I've heard all my life when you want to, you know, express your love for somebody. It's called le petit, le grand, le géant, meaning le petit, it's a small gesture, le grand, it's a big gesture, et le géant, a giant, it's a giant gesture. And they all, all in my mind, equal the same thing, meaning I love you, right? What just happened with my last caller, Anna, was that, you know, he would come to her door and bring a different meal all the time and all of that. That's a petit, right? In French, le petit. That's something that it doesn't cost a fortune to do. It doesn't have to plan three, you know, months in ahead or six months ahead. No. You think, oh, my girlfriend is hungry. I'm going to get her some food. That's a petit gesture of love. You want to know what is a grand and giant gesture of love? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. So we're talking about different things we can do to express our love, and I'm using this French expression to qualify le petit, le grand, le géant. Le petit, it's a small gesture, but it means I love you. 
le grand, it's a gesture that requires more time and usually a bit more money and, and more attention. So you'd be pl planning a trip, right? So you can't do that just in two minutes. So planning a trip together, you have to save the money or, you know, buying something that uh, takes more time or even finding something for your girlfriend or your boyfriend uh, uh, birthday. That, that's a big one. They call a grand. And then the giant, that's something gigantic. So usually we say that when you got engaged, a gigantic expression of love just happened. Le géant, the giant. So all of those things, whether it's petit, grand, or géant, means still the same thing. I love you. So that's how we say it in French. I love you, je t'aime. Different way of expressing it, same meaning. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Call me. Uh, Lacey, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lacey. What is going on? How can I help you tonight? Uh, my husband and I have been married for three months, and um, we share a computer at home. And uh -huh. while he was gone, I went to the computer, and I noticed that a chat window had been minimized. And I opened it up, and it was a chat that he was having with another woman to have her call our house when I wasn't home and so they could oh. basically talk dirty to each other on the phone. And I really don't know what to do. I'm sorry that happening. Um, that's not good. Have you spoken to your husband about it or not yet? No, he doesn't know that I found out. I just, I, I didn't know what to do. So I just, I got up T and I walked away. And Okay, Lacey, so technically... You didn't snoop on that computer. He left the window open, right? Yes, he, he had minimized it, but he didn't close the window. I basically was like, what, what is this? And I went and clicked it and opened it, and it was this whole conversation. And I'm very sorry about that, but he left the yes, window he... open on purpose for you to find it. It's called a Freudian slip. So the only good part of this is that somewhere in him, probably he wants to stop that, and, and he, he needs you to know what's going on. So he gave you subconsciously an opportunity to find out his shenanigans. Um, yeah, Lacey, I, I think you can use that as a starting point. Say, listen, you left this window open. I need to mm -hmm. understand why this is happening. I need to understand why you did this. And I need to make sure it doesn't happen again. And you say mm -hmm. it, if you can, very calmly, because I want your intuition to ring inside of you when he speaks. Is he lying or is he telling me the truth? So when he speaks to you, put the anger or the sadness aside and just concentrate on his voice, the music of his voice, and the intuition goes in your mind, liar or honest. And then you'll know if he tells you the truth. And is he mm -hmm. want to stop, not stop, and who is it, okay? But you can totally have a conversation about it. You need to have a conversation about it. And remind him, he left that window open, that computer, for you to find it one day. Well, you did. Now he needs to explain. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was so shocked. I, I didn't feel like I could breathe for about five minutes. I just... I understand. It's a, it's a betrayal. But let's have this conversation first, and then you can call me back and we can decide what to do. But if he apologized, if you feel it's honest and it's a mistake, and there's no actually, you know, like... Um, physical act, he doesn't know this woman more than this conversation, the different consequences or if they met. So you need to know everything, Lacey, okay? Okay, that's really helpful. I'll give it a shot. Thank you. Have a good night, stay strong, and fingers crossed for you. Merci, Simon. Merci to you. You know, the next question for Lacey is, will be, is an emotional affair forgivable or not? So let's talk about that next.
So here's the question for you. If you're in a relationship and you just found out, just like my last caller, Lacey, that your partner has had an emotional affair with someone, meaning really that your partner is engaged in conversations, could be very intimate, could be even ooh-la-la type of conversation uh, for months, sometimes for years, but never met the person, right? So it's all not physical. Would you be able to forgive this or not? Let me answer to you next what I would do in that case. Stay with me. If you find out your partner had an emotional affair with somebody else, would you be able to forgive him or her? Because that's Lacey last call. I mean, she just found out on a computer that her husband was having some conversations uh, with another woman. So where I come from, France... It's way easier to forgive an emotional affair, even if they said, I love you, or he says, I love you, than a physical affair. Because I think the all in Europe, especially France, Spain, Italy, and, and all that, until you touch somebody, there is some space to forgive much easier. I can tell you, for me, I could totally forgive it if no one has touched my girl. The idea that you act on it, so not just say, I want this, I want that, but actually meet the person behind my back and have ulala. That I don't think I could forgive. I don't know how you feel about it, so I'm going to put a poll and ask you what's easier to forgive, an emotional affair or a physical affair. So go vote, please, at therendezvousshow.com. Uh, you call us next, 855-905-8255. What is the number to dial in right now if you have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Tammy, bonjour. Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good. Welcome to the rendezvous. How can I help you tonight? What is going on? Well, I'm I'm a huge social media person, and I know a lot of people are too. I post, you know, a lot of things like on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram of pictures of, you know, my husband and I together. And I also see a lot of, you know, my friends' husbands post pictures of their wives and, oh, it's my wife's birthday. I love her so much, blah, blah, My husband, he like doesn't post any pictures of us ever like he'll post pictures of like dumb baseball things or you know <laughs> stuff like that but he never he never like posts anything about like us and it just makes me wonder does he does he love me okay so um when you say never i mean literally never you've never he has he posted a picture of you guys together ever i think like he posted one one time a long time ago because i mentioned it to him Okay, I understand. Um, is he a good husband besides that? Is he a good man? Yeah, he's a really good man. All right, so uh, just uh, before I answer, what is he just, you said dumb baseball stuff. That's funny. Does he post about other people of his life, like his parents, his, his friends? I don't know if you have kids. What does he post about people-wise? Um, he posts some, some pictures of um, like him when he was, you know, in the Army. Uh not a whole lot of people, I guess. Just mostly, like he'll he'll do some selfies, um, <laughs> okay. but it's mainly like 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 I said, baseball stuff, like army things himself. <laughs> so that's the good news. The good news is it's not against you. If you told me he posts a lot of other people, but not you, it would be a different conversation. Okay. But now that I know he posts only army stuff, baseball stuff, and very little about anybody, he's not into yeah. it. But but he can learn from you. So. You can have the conversation and say, listen, 
it would make me so happy if once in a while you post a picture of us. I mean it. Come on. It's, you know, make me happy. You don't have to hide me. Just put it like that little guilt trip. And then let's see what he does. Uh, some guys are really not into posting pictures of anybody. That's his case. I can okay. tell. So I don't think it's the end of the world. But he can learn from you and make you happy. So just tell him it would make you really happy. And he would like to see that, you know, very soon. Okay. Okay. Use a little guilt trip and you'll get it. I mean, we're very sensitive to guilt, man. So that, that will do it, okay? okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. You're most welcome. Thank you for your call and have a good night. You too. I got to go to my email. Somebody's partner sent a text to his best friend about her and she doesn't know what to think. That's next. If you can't call me, you have a question, email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's this email about tonight? So this email comes from Miranda that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Miranda. I have a problem and it's so embarrassing and I don't know who else to tell. I saw a text that my boyfriend sent to his best friend about me and it made me really upset. It said that he didn't know how to talk to me about how much weight I put on since we started dating, which is crazy because I think I've gained maybe 10 pounds since then. It's obviously a concern for him, though, and now I don't know what to do because I feel like he's not attracted to me. Should mm. I tell him I saw it? Miranda, that's a dilemma. Should you tell your boyfriend that you saw his text saying you gain weight? I'm going to answer that next. Stay with me. How would you feel if you found out that your partner texted his best friend that you gain weight? That's exactly the email Miranda sent me. And she doesn't know she should address it or not. I think you should totally address it. Tell him what happened, what you know. Let him explain. And then you guys can talk about solutions together or whatever is going to make you both feel better. But you can't keep an unspoken of that level for yourself. It will rot on your feelings and your heart quickly and make you feel very upset for a long time. So have this conversation, try to stay calm, and then understand why he did it, explain to him he should never do that again, and then find out whatever solutions to make you guys feel better and be more healthy if that's necessary. That's my advice to you. Thank you for emailing me. You can now call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? Call me. Joanne, bonjour. Bonjour. Bonjour, Joanne. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? Um, my husband and I, we've been married for 15 years. And when we got married, he had a child and I had had some children as well. So when we were married, we always had the kids. So we were always so heavily focused on the kids. And mm -hmm. now they're growing up and they're older and they're moving out of the house. So it's just him and I. And we're just so unsure sometimes about what we even have in common anymore because... We were so heavily focused on the kids for so many years. I mean, we absolutely still love each other, but we're just not sure how to connect. Okay. And when you say connect, it's connecting as friends, connecting romantically, connecting, connecting as husband and wives. What do you mean? Yes, really as husband and wife, romantically. We're, we, you know, we, like I said, we still absolutely adore each other. You know, when he comes home from work, I'm still very excited to see him. So we still have that there. It's just okay. we don't even really have anything in common anymore because we were so heavily focused on I the get kids. it. So do you remember how your relationship started with your husband way back when? Yes. How did it start? Well, we actually met in a bar. Uh -huh. And 
I walked in, and it sounds cliche, but I literally saw him as soon as I walked in from across the room, and I nudged my, my friend that I was with, and I said, oh, look at that guy over there. And mm. apparently he said he saw me when I walked in and felt the same exact thing. Ooh la la. Okay, so <laughs> that's great. Well, so I suggest this. Go back to the basic. Instead of you know going from zero to 100, what you guys should do maybe is have a date together. And you dress up, he dress up, and you rediscover each other. But not being at home and not being like casual at home. Like make an effort to go back to the beginning and then just go out in a nice restaurant, maybe a glass of wine. And then naturally the romance will come back. Always go back to how it worked at the beginning. There's no other formula. And then, you know, the romance will come back. So, but don't do that at home. It can't be casual. It has to be exciting. I love that idea. Like I get excited just and kind of giddy just thinking about that going back to where we started. I love that. Good, Joanne. All right. Well, then you know what to do. Thank you for calling and good luck to you guys. Thank you. More Rendezvous next. Bonsoir and thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Thank you for spending every evening with me. And I know it's late. But I'm still on fire. Every time I do the show, I feel so good. Um, I want to answer a question that was sent to me on my social media at therendezvousshow.com about my podcast, right? So lately, I've sat somebody who called and, and said, I want to confess something. And I really appreciate the trust you have in me to do this. So if you have something you haven't said, something from the past, something you've done in a relationship and you want it out of your chest... Email me at therendezvousshow.com and my, one of my producers will reach out to you and we'll do la confession where the truth always comes out together. Don't hesitate. You want to check out Marriage Just Did It. Uh, it's on our Heart Radio app, my podcast, La Confession. So during the daytime, if you miss me, check it out. We have great other episodes too uh, with my producers. It's a lot of fun. So thank you so much for listening to my show tonight. I'll be back tomorrow. Until then, bonne nuit les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.